episode of Fourth and Long, episode 14, Flags, Flyovers, and Others. So in this one, obviously, we're doing a bit of a tribute here uh, to Fourth of July. Uh, we did miss last week, unfortunately. Uh, but this week, we bring you guys even more content. Uh, two topics and a special guest, Mike Teft, is joining us. So it's a lot of fun. We get to know Mike and everything. And yeah, it was a really fun episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. This beer really fucking sucks. <laughs> and that's how we're going to open the show today, folks. Uh, welcome uh, to episode 18 of Fourth and Long. Uh, I'm Chris. That's Zach. That's Joe. And a new face, we have a Mr. Michael Teft joining us tonight. Uh, if you guys had watched uh, or listened to last episode, you'd know that he uh, won our third prize as being our first ever guest. And Joe is uh, apparently going to uh, Full House. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to see the team. Uh, if you do find Bob Saget, that'd be pretty cool. I'm really we, just we can actually, Bob, if you go find him, if you find him, we actually could replace him. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, Mike, I know you just got here, but, I mean, it's Bob Saget. <laughs> I, I really just care about the dog. That's really all I care about. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather deal with the dog or John Stamos. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the the dog's gone. I, I'm, I know. Look at John Stamos, though. I, I was, was watching that. Oh, John Stamos, John Stamos. You know what? Uh, John Stamos is actually in a new Disney uh, show. Good. What's Lori Loughlin up to? A god. Does anyone know what Lori yeah. Loughlin's up to? Yeah, not doing too good. That's a big old wolf. Uh, mm. That kind of is. My bad. What about the Olsen twins? They're doing good, right? They're dude. I don't even know what the fuck they're doing anymore. <laughs> they're I like in fashion, and that's all they do. They don't. Act I know their sisters do doing a good job. Yeah, their their younger sister's the fucking most successful one right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uncle Joey. Cut it Uncle out. Joey. <laughs> what is David Coulier doing? Probably cutting yeah, it out. I don't know. He's probably doing something. Did somebody uh, say wood? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So this is this is how we start a, a podcast, there, Mike. We just get completely off topic. Um. And then Chris and will eventually say, let's get into the meat of this. So, yeah, let's get into the meat of this. There. In the meat of this. Uh, we, we, we missed you guys last week. As you can see, the weather's... We did. Warm. It's a lot nicer now. Um, it has Thank been God. raining, uh, like, forever now. And I don't think it's ever going to stop. Is it raining right now? Are we in, like, Seattle now? It feels like it. It feels like we're in England. Dude, surprisingly, when I went to England, it rained only one day, and it was the last day we were there. We were there for 10 days. Like, You've been to Yeah. Wow. I didn't even get an invite. Dude, I didn't know you. When When was this? It was 2005. I mean, you could have known me. I doubt it. <laughs> Dude, has, um, speaking of like all this rain and shit like that, how's Meriden doing? Because I saw what you posted about Dude, it being like, flooded and shit. I had to avoid downtown completely. Um, 
my back room in my basement flooded, which I kind of half expected. Um, but yeah, it dude, we got screwed up. Yeah, Damn. like there was a there was a, a viral video. One of the uh, girl I graduated with, uh, Rachel, she took a video in front of her house downtown of a guy kayaking down the street. <laughs> He was legit. I did see that. I did see that you posted that. I did see that you posted that. She had like 25,000 views on it, like 1,300 shares. Like it just went off. He's just dude, just kayaking down like Cook or like Crown Street or Cook Ave or whatever it was. Just, you know, and I was like, dude, what? The water in that area was like two and a half, three feet deep. Jesus. Mike, you guys get hit that out there at all? What's that? You guys get hit bad out there? Um, uh, not not so much. I mean, it rained pretty hard, but I mean, it was like off and on. It was kind of weird, you know. I don't know. Same. I mean, I never really get affected by power outages because I actually live on the power line to the hospital, and that one's always on. Oh, so you're always gonna be good. So yeah, I walked out on that. Yeah, yeah. So I I always have power. Everyone always like, oh my my power's off. I'm just like. I'm sorry, Chan. I'm sorry. Can't relate. Yeah. Flips on the TV. You're like, sorry. You're like, oh, I feel your pain, man. Sorry. Oh, wait, I gotta go. I gotta charge my phone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, so, um, Mike. um, Yeah. This is this is me and uh, Zach's first time meeting you. Unfortunately, you knew Joe prior to this, so I I do want to apologize on. our behalf. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you say it is, but the look in your eyes scream, help me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, why don't you go ahead, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, <laughs> uh, your team. Four uh, teams. Four teams, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got you, I got you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give, uh, give us a little rundown about yourself. Oh, uh, you know, um, so, I live in Westerly. Uh, Ryland. Okay. Uh, I worked with Joe Pryor at uh, EV One Quasit. Uh, oh he God. Works, he works. Uh, he works now in Grind. I, um, I work two floors above him now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one floor. So oh, one um, floor. Yeah, I can't count. I'm a yeah. Cowboys fan. We can't count. Yeah, that's okay. Um, can't, count, can't read. Freaking. You know, I got a kid. I'm young. Fucking nice. life's good, man. You know, my past ain't so. doing so good, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, that's fine, you know, because yeah. freaking, at the whole, I know the whole uh, football community's been waiting for it, and, you know, rightfully so, I get that. Well, uh, so, yes, yes and no, I mean, Pats back in, you know, the early 90s and 80s were absolutely just god-awful, mm-hmm. um, and then they had their uh, um, very uh, long run, Um been 20 Very years long. though since like people have been able to say oh man the patriots suck yeah <laughs> it's been yes. 20 freaking years yeah and one of my good friends my buddy chris i said what are you gonna do when tom brady's done with the uh, the patriots he goes i'm probably gonna cry because that's just gonna be i'm gonna refer to that as the dark times like the dark ages are gonna begin again you know i i feel like he's he was right yeah, uh, that division is gonna get a whole lot more interesting now. Yeah, it, it it should be good. I mean, 
I'm happy he went to – I'm not happy he left, but I understand why he left. Everyone thinks, oh, it was Brady, oh, it was Belichick, oh, they have this stint between each other. I just don't think that's the truth. I think, you know, Brady just wanted to win, and Belichick, listen, I need to, re- I need to rebuild. I spent all the money. And Brady's like, well, I can't, you know, hold off or wait a year or two, whatever. I'm 40-something years old. So there's part of ways. I think it was that simple, you know, but everyone likes to throw that trauma out there. Yeah. Definitely wanted to change the scenery, which was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So there is a bunch of uh, stuff going on in uh, Patriots news. So I actually, uh, it's glad that you're here because I actually uh, would like your opinion on it. So uh, Stefan Gilmore. Mm Mm-hmm. What do, you, what do you think about that? Obviously, he's not asking for a trade, but it does seem like he's not happy in New England anymore. Uh, it's more or less the money. I think he wants to stay in New England. He said that previous, like before like this whole sh- uh, spiel happened. Last year, they had where uh, right before the deadline, he uh, still was putting his house in the market. He thought he was going to get traded then. Didn't get traded. Um. They got J.C. Jackson on there, so it's kind of like a security blanket, quote-unquote. But, I mean, Stephon Gilmore is, you know, a top-five corner in the NFL. So, and Bill likes guys that are experienced and are willing to take less, but Gilmore wants to get paid now. So they gave him more money last year. They pushed his money forward, but he wants to get paid, like, a top-five corner. And that's changed since the last time he got his contract. Cause before when he first signed with the Patriots, he got paid the most, which was different when it comes to Bill Belichick and how he does things. And I know this year it could be, it could be different cause he's been spending all this money recently this year. But um, I think a deal gets done eventually. Um, if it, if he doesn't, you know, it is what it is, but he's not going to like where he lands probably. So I think it, in the long term, I think he's going to – I think he's looking for a three-year deal, but he's probably going to end up with a two-year deal yeah. with a with a one-year probably like, you know, if he if we want to keep it kind of thing. Uh, so I just want to do a uh, quick few things. Uh, hi, Pam. Hi, Dan. Hi, Harry. Uh, Giants do, in fact, suck. Uh, Dan, <laughs> uh, yes, Cowboys fans right are back. idiots. And, yes, the Giants also suck. Until the Giants win that division this year. They will not. You heard it here? Hate to break, hate to break it to you, but they will not. What team has uh, amazing? Washington's going to win the division. Uh, spoiler alert: Cowboys win it. How much money are you only put that on that right now? I will not because I always jinx myself. So you don't have faith in your team. Good no, I don't have faith in uh, superstition. There's no superstition here. That's just like it is. Whenever I bet, I lose. You could bet on the like Giants to win it and jinx them. I mean, I could, and then if they won, I'd be really upset. No, yeah, but if you won, but if you won, you'd win money. If they won, then then I'd be upset. You'd be said be as bittersweet. I mean, it'd be very very bitter. (laughs) I mean, you you really want to win money? bet, Bet money that the Eagles will lose the division. That's I mean, I would have bet team. money on the draft that the Eagles and Cowboys wouldn't trade, and we lost that. Didn't the New York Giants win in that division? This that year? was my favorite. Not even the fact that Sertain didn't go. Shut your mouth! I am Sertain that I am upset with it. That, when the trade <laughs> alert popped up, 
and it was like Eagles trade their pick to the Cowboys, and Chris just went, "What are we doing?" <laughs> By far the best part. I'm glad we got to be live with you for that. I I'm I'm happy that you guys got to be live with me for that. Uh, back to uh, Patriots stuff. Uh, so Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, now that you've rejoined us, uh, what do you think about Nikhil Harry wanting out? Bye. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I gotta Goodbye. ask: Do you bl- can can you blame the guy? Um, not really. I mean, I think the Patriots are trying to put him into a spot where he's a burn on the outside. He wasn't like that in Arizona. He did sometimes uh, outside, but he's just a big boy. So he try to bully people, you know. I think some receivers just don't pan out here. They don't like it here. And that's fine. You ain't, you ain't got to. Then just go home, leave. Like, I, I don't care if he leaves, honestly. I mean, I don't hate the guy. I think he's a big, you know, strong. He's young. He could be good in, in the right team, but just doesn't fit here. That's all. Do you think he actually has potential in the NFL if he stays? Do you think he has more potential if he stays or more potential if he were to leave? I think if he, uh, I think his potential if he stays, but I think it's fun the right team. And I think, uh, you know, a physical team like San Fran or a physical team like the Colts or even like even Green Bay, uh, uh, not not Dallas. I know I'm trying to get on top of all you guys, only because Dallas is. Uh, we don't. We don't. We honestly don't need anybody. Well, that there's that, and you guys are just a flashy team. That is irrelevant in the NFL. You guys are just a flashy team. You guys like to have those forty-yard runs, those slants that turn into. Well, I, I feel. I, well, I feel that's more like the San Francisco 49ers. They get all like the speed, whereas you know, I mean, we we make some pretty like insane plays because Michael Gallup just likes to apparently just leap over every single person, or as some like to say, they he uh, gallops over them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No. No. I mean, we'll see. I, I um, can see. I, I I love that I made Joe cringe. <laughs> how do you? How do you stop? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, Joe should be excited because his team's going to be pretty good this year. So. Yeah, they are. Uh, so the Colts. Do you do you think that they're only going to be good because of their defense, or do you think that Carson Wentz, um, it plays mediocre? Uh, he's. He, He'll put on a show. He's got a line now. He'll put on a show. He's a big boy. I see. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, so uh, Joe, if you want to step out of the room for a minute, I just got to ask Mike how much you paid him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I can step out of the room, but I still have headphones in, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm going to say the same fucking thing that he, that he said. Carson Wentz, and I've said it since he got went sent to the Colts. I said, dude, he's, he's back with, what's his name, the freaking their head coach. Yeah, he he's that's the man that made Carson Wentz look like a bad freaking man. So if if all pans out and for the better, Carson Wentz is going to have a good year. We'll see. We will. Uh, so thank you, Mike, for uh, letting us get to know you a little bit better. Uh, so now we're gonna uh, jump into the top stories. Uh, so, actually, speaking of Eagles, uh, Doug Peterson it expects to pursue a head coaching job next year. Uh, the NFL is fining Washington football team for past workplace culture issues and sexual harassment. 
Uh, the Cowboys will be on hard knocks for the first time in many, many years. The last time they were on there, uh, Danny Amendola was on the Cowboys. Wow, and you want to know what? I did not ever know he was on. Actually, no, I did. I saw a clip about it, but I didn't know prior to that that he was on the Cowboys. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought he played for two teams or three teams. Yeah, I thought he was like Patriots, Dolphins, Lions. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't even know that. Uh, Josh Gordon has filed a reinstatement for the upteenth time. Uh, in some really in guy. some happy news, in some happy him. news, the uh, Navy has reversed their decision and will allow Cameron Kinley to attend the Bucks camp. That is awesome. I know we talked about it a few weeks ago, and you know he did sign yep. up. He signed up. My even my my father said it. Harry, he said that in in uh, the comments of that uh, episode, he said that you know he he signed up for it to sign his life to, for his country. You know, mm-hmm. so that's the sacrifice he was willing to make. Um, it is awesome that the Navy recognized that, you know, he, you can go ahead and play. I thought that was really cool when I got that uh, notification. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what else do we have? Uh, so this has been a thing that I have been very adamant about, and Zach and I did a podcast on this before Joe joined us, but the XFL and the CFL have ended partnership discussions, and I'm very upset about it because I want this to happen, and the XFL uh, proposed to the CFL um, during an off-season, they would be doing international games and also, i think the that's XFL, a f- the xfl mentioned that they will be kicking off in 2023 yes, yes. also stupid excited for that so uh, it was originally going to be next year 2022 yeah i'm kind of happy that they're going to take the extra year kind of probably round everything out wait mm-hmm. until right, so more the covid situation dies down a little bit further and then they're going to go and just they're going to run wild. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I really they said so the CFL says that they are still open to partnership talks, but currently they have ended the talks. Um, and the XFL just said, apparently, you know, they're they things just did not align and it's just not the right time. I think once the XFL has their seat, their first season, and I will predict right now that it becomes a very successful season. And I like this Vince McMahon quote uh, when he did own the uh, XFL and that there is, I want to say like 30, like 20 to 30 weeks where there is no football on TV. And the XFL, when he was running it before COVID hit, was doing exponentially well. Oh, yeah. It, um, I feel like it had a lot better of a reception from people when they actually got to watch it. And it was a lot more popular than people were they thought it was going to be. Yeah. A lot, even a lot of NFL players liked a lot of. They were small... they were showing up constantly. Troy Aikman was almost was at almost every single 
Dallas Renegades game. Yeah, there game. was a lot of NFL players showing up. I do. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of other sports players showing up too. Yeah, and it was a lot of NFL players were like, you know what, we need to push for a rule like this or like that, like the kickoff rules. Like they wanted those. Mm-hmm. You, know, you guys should implement that. Like there was a lot of stuff that they really. really yeah, really it was wanted. a lot. A lot of stuff that they were able to uh, try out and experiment with, which was really nice. And a lot, and a, yeah, a lot of players were like you know what i really like that so yeah. i'm excited for that 2023 kickoff with uh Dwayne the rock johnson running it man anything that guy touches turns oh, to yeah. gold so oh know. absolutely now even uh his it. he did the i don't know if you guys watched the titan games that he I runs but he even to. had um uh the browns lineman on there Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas on there. And Joe Thomas was like running like everybody ragged. Like he finally lost. Uh, it was like one of the last uh, the spoiler alerts. He, he lost one of uh, like the last thing. And, uh, but like the entire time he was just absolutely just wrecking everybody. I, I think with, with his, uh, him and his business business partner that both bought the XFL, I think that's going to be a really good move. Yeah, absolutely. He's a he's a genius businessman. Uh, oh yeah, genius. Like he we're is, gonna get into him later. That's fine. We're we're gonna get into him much much later. Um, so to to wrap up our top stories, uh, the franchise deadline I believe has ended. Uh. The players who are on the franchise tag, Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Cam Robinson, Marcus May, Taylor Moton, and Marcus Williams, and Brandon Scherf. Now, out of those um, players, um, a few almost got contracts done, um, and also some kind of got slapped in the face. Marcus May was offered a contract. 20% less money than if he signed the franchise tag. Uh so what do you what are you guys' thoughts on that? Um being lowballed <laughs> like nobody wants to be lowballed. 20%. That's, 20%. Dude, that is how much? How much money is that for him? Uh easily four million, I believe it was. That's a decent amount of money. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be fucking lowball four million dollars. Yeah, quite a lot. Um, now, Zach, these next two topics are gonna are gonna you know, I I know you're gonna do a lot of talking here, um. But Aaron Rodgers did not opt out before the uh, deadline. Uh, and he says he will figure out his plans in the next few weeks. No big deal. Yeah, he said no big deal. Week, he said next week he's going to get back to working out. He's going to figure his stuff out the next couple weeks. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy, but I, I like seeing the guy get happy, be happy, uh, invoking this uh, – there's a lot of, I guess, a lot of guys recently in the NFL that have been going through some mental issues. And I'm glad that he's actually putting light on that. 
and uh, mm-hmm. just making himself happy, man. You know, I'm I don't hate Aaron Rodgers as a person. I just think that people glorify him on the all-time record books, in my opinion, because how many times they've lost, regardless of the coach or the teammates or whatever. But I mean, all yeah. in all, talent-wise, he's one of the best to ever do it. You know, I yeah. think yeah. I, I I think um, Pat Mahomes picked up the one thing that Aaron Rodgers is also excellent at. And now Pat Mahomes is the best in, in the NFL that does it, where there's like a big, big situation. I, I swear he, he learned it from Aaron Rodgers. I really like that you mentioned Pat Mahomes because he threw shade on Justin Herbert. And someone said, what do you think yeah. of Justin Herbert? And that he um, – and how good he's be, um, been doing. And he it. goes, yeah, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I, so the, you know, rookie of the year trophy, um, something you don't have, Pat Mahomes, something you don't have. Well, did Pat uh, Mahomes have an opportunity to get it? He didn't. I he mean, yeah. Like, if he, played Alex two games, Sm- he played two games. If Alex Smith broke season. his ankle at uh, the Chiefs instead of Washington, he would have. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen. I mean, yeah. Taylor got stabbed in the fucking lungs. That poor man has gone through some hell. That's I funny. feel bad for Tyrod Taylor. That's, that's what I'm saying. That he was losing his starting position because of the team doctor punctured a lung. I went, excuse me? That's Tyrod Taylor for you. Yeah. I was like, what the – what did I read? <laughs> and then this kid, Justin Herbert, looks like he's still in high school with the – just like – just comes out and just – I've been a Justin play. Herbert fan, and I've said it many times hey. since he was a sophomore at Oregon. And I said year after year, and I, I was like, I hate this so much, but he's gonna go to the Patriots. And I was, nah. I, and I was like, Tom Brady's gonna take him under his wing for one year, and then this kid's gonna just blow up the league, and then he goes to the Chargers, and he still blows up the league. I mean, he hasn't blown up the league yet. Well, no, hold yeah. on. He, he, but well, I mean, he's going to. It's funny how Pat Mahomes says that because when he blew on the scene, it was against the Chiefs at home and that uh, smoke and mirrors defense that's a wannabe top 10 defense, but it's not, in my opinion, because the Bucks exposed really- them. The Bucs exposed them completely because it, all they ever do is sit back and defend the past. It's not hard to defend something what you know is coming because all the teams have to keep up with Pat Mahomes and his scoring, so they sit back, they play zone, and they let – you know that Clark guy rush up on, up the middle and they get the loud crowd. Oh, Frank on. Clark! They don't have to worry about him anymore because. Um, well, we talked about this two weeks ago, but now he actually has charges pressed against him for carrying an illegal firearm. I believe it was an Uzi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I'll say this though: I agree with the uh, the defense that that they run. The, the offense is one of the it's one of those teams that the offense is lights out. They're an extremely dangerous offense, but they give up so many points that mm-hmm. it turns any game that they have that's high scoring mm-hmm. into a shootout. Because mm-hmm. wh- who was it? was it them and the Rams a couple years ago that was like one of the highest 51. scoring NFL games of all time? Yeah, the Chiefs are the only team to ever score fifty points and lose. Like it's because you're literally like. Yeah, you're getting touchdown, but your defense sucks, and you're just mm-hmm. letting them march down the field and score. Uh, that's a very. I, we actually have a question in chat. Uh, Harry says, "Have any of you watched the Spring League?" Um, I have not watched Spring League. Um, I actually. Well, 
you know, I'm not sure you guys can see this, but uh, I am a Longhorns fan, as many of you know. Wolf. Patrick DiLorenzo. Patrick, okay, so when I met this guy, a funny story. I didn't realize, I didn't, I didn't think his last name was actually, like, correct. His name is That's Patrick so Von Fricken. That's his so actual last name is Patrick Von Fricken. Von Fricken. <laughs> um, I don't think the Raiders are going to win on Thanksgiving. I don't think the Raiders are going to win that much at all. What, what yeah. are they playing? Cowboys, they're playing the Cowboys. Cowboys oh, in prime are... time usually play pretty, oh wait, it's not a prime time game, Chris get fucked. You guys always <clears throat> yeah, but uh, Patrick, I love you, but no, Raiders, no. Patrick, that's a four twenty five game, and Chris. <laughs> Why are you giving my government name out? <laughs> <laughs> because I love you, Patrick, and I think your last name is awesome and also hilarious at the same time. And that's why you keep changing your last name to somebody else's last name, like every other month. Oh, boy. All right. So, uh, and then lastly on our top stories, uh, Zach, I'm going to let you go off. You got two minutes. You got two minutes, Zach. Jalen Ramsey and his top three opponents. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) Go for it. Dude, so I saw him post this. I saw him post this. Uh. Was it today or yesterday? I don't even remember what day it was. The whole day, every day is blurring together now. And he's like, oh, these are the toughest wide receivers that I've ever had to to guard. And it was just the top three. And I'm looking at it. And I thought to myself, I don't see Devontae Adams on there. I don't see him on there at all. Yeah, he, he chose DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., and Julio Jones. Yes. If you which clip, are fine, which are which is fine, which is no, fine. It's great. But if you go to the comment section of that post, that original post, you would have died laughing. Because the comments were, yeah, it's really hard to guard Odell when he's never on the field. It's, you know, and there was a ton of people saying Adams burned him so bad every time he's faced him. That Jalen's afraid to say his name. And I was watching the game last year with a buddy, and we're watching in my basement, and freaking Adam's off the line. Just Jalen Ramsey, he made him look like a rookie. And I'm like, holy crap, did he really just do that? Just the the little shake off the line, and Jalen Ramsey broke his ankles. And I was like, holy crap, that was the most amazing thing. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey, he's a good, he's a really good corner. I'm not going to, he's definitely top five. I don't say he's the best in the game. Not anymore, at least. But he's like, dude, he's he made Adams made him look terrible. So honestly, like, I I laughed at that list. I did I too. Uh, Mike and uh, Joe, did you guys end up seeing that post today? What What are you guys' thoughts on that? Joe, you, well, you know, first. you know who my favorite receiver is in this league. Julio. <laughs> No complaints about that. Um, no, I think. But do you think that Devonte Adams should be on that list? I mean, it's his own personal list. You can't argue somebody's personal no. list. But like, I know. But I, I understand that. No, I, I it, it is his opinion. 
But do you think that Devontae would be a tougher opponent than any of those? Yeah. I feel like he should be he should replace Odell, if anybody. I, I agree. Odell I absolutely had, agree. had a really healthy season in a couple of years, really. You know? Yes, he's a he's he's a threat. He's hard to guard. And same thing with Julio when he's healthy, but you know, I don't know. I feel like Adams is he burned him multiple times last year. In the previous time they they went against each other. So it's it's weird. I just saw the list though and I just laughed. I was like, dude, a lot of people were literally in the comments saying he's just he's afraid to say Devontae's name. He's afraid to say how many times has he played Devontae Adams? I think he's played him twice and he got burned both times horribly. All right. We're we're breaking out the stat book. We're breaking out the stat book. Last season he played he he got sixty six yards and a touchdown. And which one? That, That was the one this year? Yeah. It says one. There was was one play that I saw posted. All right. So here we go. Unbelievable. Um, Devontae Adams. So Jalen Ramsey was on the Jags in 2019, right? Yes. Okay. So they did not play the Jags in 2019, played them in 2020. Um, but he did not he play the Ra- They didn't even play the Rams. They played the Rams. So they, well, they, they, what, they played once. They've they played once. Are you sure? Because one they played twice years ago. I'm looking at Green Bay's uh, versus and L.A. Chargers. No. Let me, let me see. I can't be mad. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, right mad. here it says Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Rodgers have faced off once. Okay. And then Adams made him look like a fool. He went 10 for six. Yeah. He got 10 passes thrown his way. I don't know how many he caught, but he got 66 yards in touch. Uh, so it was January 16th, 2021. I, I said that. <laughs> Uh, Adams finished the first half with 30 yards, and one of the and one of his catches in that was a 21 yard catch and run, beating Ramsey out. Damn, your buddy Patrick really thinks uh, Derek Carr is gonna have a really good game against you guys. Uh, it says that Ramsey and company managed to hold Adams to 66 yards in one score. But the war heavily favored Adams. Adams consistently beat Ramsey off the line of scrimmage when Rodgers targeted him. A number of quarterbacks may have chosen to stay away from Ramsey's size due to his high-level play, but not Rodgers, and Adams was was more than up to the task. Ah, so you pretty much said all the numbers I already said. Good job. Thanks, man. I thought there was an echo in here. (laughs) What's up, Joe? I love you, man. I love you too, man. How do you feel about that list, though? Like, oh, for all me. Um, you know, I don't really care for uh, D Hop personally. I don't really care oh, no, for OBJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, but I mean, 
like you said, I guess this is personal list. So, but to leave out Devontae Adams is kind of a joke. I mean, no, it is a joke. Uh, he is easily a top three wide receiver in the NFL. Um, even he's just kind of like, like D Hop. I feel like got set up with the right two mobile quarterbacks that can still target him continuously. And mm-hmm. Devontae Adams is on a team where he gets uh, schemed open like the Patriots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and with Aaron Rodgers throwing dimes all the time, it's just, you know, it, it's not takes it's hard away to the guard that. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't take away the fact that he's a great artist. Well, you know what's really funny is that I'm surprised that Jalen Ramsey did not did he so he put on Odell and Julio and who was the third? D Hop. Okay, so he did put D Hop, which I'm glad he did because if he didn't, D Hop plays him twice a year, and D Hop would have just made him look silly all over. D Hop is 100 percent understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's hard for pretty much anybody to guard. Um, he's not easy to guard at all. Uh, Odell, as a lot of the people in the comments for Odell was like, dude, it's really difficult to guard somebody when he's never uh, on the field. Welcome, uh, Chris. Uh, welcome, Joseph. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. I'm going to give a shout-out to my boy, Jeff, who uh, he just messaged me, and he said that he always has the podcast every week on in the background, even if he's not watching it, just because he never knows what we're really talking about. So, I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Also, yeah, Patrick, I'm Derek Carr will not go now. for 300 yards and four uh, touchdowns. He's not, It's not going to happen. Jeff, not gonna I hope he does. Zach. You're a good friend of Zach. Joe loves you, Jeff. Yeah. Joe likes you. Yeah. Go, uh, you know what, Joe? Joe, give it to him. Just just give it to him. Get it. Get in there Get in there real deep. Ooh, the Jeff or the Patrick deep. right now? Jeff. Patrick too. Give, give it to Jeff. No, no, no. Give, give it to Jeff. Jeff. Give it to Jeff. Give it to Jeff. Yeah. Dude, we appreciate you. So hard. I, I'm a lot lost for words how much I care about you. Us from Fourth and Long love you. Always. You know what we should do is a what? cameo. We we should set up a cameo and just have Joe like responding and just doing that. You, you know, guys, <laughs> I, I just want to wish you, you know, a happy birthday because <laughs> it's your birthday. Joe's and Joe's I want to wish like- it. Getting up in the camera is so like sensual. <laughs> I know, it's fucking amazing. Like, I love it. I love, I love the thing. If yeah. like if he had candles going, I don't think we could beat the ladies off of him. I have a candle. Nobody asked. Okay, Joe, put the candle away. Sorry. Put the candle. Away. And, and for Patrick, dude, easily, easily, easily. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Darren. <laughs> Who's gonna cover anyone on that team? Can you name one quarter, one corner on the Cowboys? I can. Tevon Diggs. Wow, he's Devin. pretty good, right? Yeah, he what actually is pretty good. Ta- oh wait, he wouldn't have been a corner. He would have been a safety, you jackass. Can you name anyone on their defense other than Micah? What about J.C. Horn? Oh wait, Mike, Mike, Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Antoine Woods. Micah Parsons would be tested against Darren Waller. LVE, Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith, <laughs> Leighton Vander Esch. You're so mean. Oh, no. Leighton Vander Esch, man, the wolf. He's on the he's on the hunt. Oh, <laughs> he's gonna get hurt again. He's oh, yeah, he's gonna be another Sean Lee. I love that you ended that with a cry. <laughs> <laughs> the whimper. It's like most Cowboys fans end their seasons on. 
Pretty much. But the good thing uh, is, Chris, so, you guys can't go eight and eight this year. It's true. We can. We, we can't can do go five hundred. Uh, also, uh, Chris. Uh, Chris says, you know what's hard to guard? A nat twenty. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> hey, Seth. What if they went? I'm eight so eight? mad at Chris right now. I'm gonna message him right now. Actually, they can go eight and eight. They can go eight, eight and one. Eight yes. And one. But so, but but st- like, you have a better chance at actually going over five hundred now. Imagine if we no. go one eight and eight. That would woof, woof indeed. And we still win the division. <laughs> I don't think you win the division. The New York Giants won the division. Nobody asked. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get okay. So we got we got multiple multiple main topics here tonight. Let's get into the meat of this. Let's get into the meat of this, guys. We skipped free agency this week. One of us has to do that and then start. Oh, uh, so actually, before we get into the meat of it, Joe, why don't you run us through the free agency? Uh, run it. You said run. I said run it. Cardinals, Falcons, Ravens, Bills, nothing. I didn't mean sprint. <laughs> I said run. <laughs> yeah, those four teams are nothing. Carolina Panthers. Okay, so that what he means is get up out of your chair. And then jog in place while you're reading. No, 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 no. You got to tell him that donuts are 50% off right now and he'll run. Where? Joe, donuts are 50% off right now. Where? Duncan. Duncan next to ShopRite. Everywhere. So, yeah. We got the Cardinals, the Falcons, and the Ravens, and the Bills. Carolina Panthers? Joe, before you continue, something's going on with your mic, bud. You sound like you're underwater. Yeah, you do. You you sound like you're being waterboarded. That's that's a crime. That is any better. It's not. It's not going well. You you went you you went from being Houston Texans to the Jaguars. That's that's where you that's where you're at right now. So I got a good quarterback. You got maybe you do. I'm not getting butthole massages. All right, there you go. We're good. We're good now. We're good now. You're at you're at the Colts level, but you're not at the Titans yet. Whoa! They had the same record last year, but cool. Uh, right. Vento Bryant still out there. Two games. Uh, uh, yeah, he got suspended for uh, substance abuse. Eh, whatever. <laughs> uh, they want to get their uh, the Carolina Panthers also want to get their outside tackle Taylor Moton. A deal yep. before the deadline. We talked about it a little which, earlier. Which passed. So that didn't happen. Um, the Bears, the Bengals, the Browns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Lions, the Packers, the Texans, the Colts, and the Jaguars all did nothing. We already talked about Frank Clark. He's a bum. Uh, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Rams, and the Dolphins are all useless and did nothing. Uh, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings have had extension <laughs> talks with Harrison Smith, and they're discussing a long-term deal with their right tackle, Brian O'Neill. We already talked about Nikhil Harry with the Patriots. He's going to leave. He's going to leave. I love Joe just doesn't (laughs) sugarcoat fucking anything. No, I don't. Um, It's the best. They're useless. (laughs) The Saints, Ryan Ramchick signs a five-year extension worth $90 million. $90 million. That's for a tackle. That's a lot of money. And that sucks because that's going to set the market. 
Anyway, the Giants, the Jets, the Eagles, the Steelers. Actually, the Steelers. Nope, did Steelers something. did Sorry. something. Try again. Chris, Chris doesn't really know how to like properly separate stuff. But anyway, the Steelers signed Sam <laughs> Sloman. The Marcus Christmas was placed on IR. Not Christmas. Well, so it was funny. They signed him, and then they placed him on the IR like a week later. Christmas in July. And Not then anymore. Got Anthony Chiquillo, <laughs> he retired. The Niners, they waived Nathan Jerry or Gary. Depends how you want to pronounce it. It's him. Jerry. Some people say Gary. I'm just trying to cover all the bases. They might. They might. I've heard it both ways. You got two dots here, but I'm gonna say Seattle Seahawks. Tomorrow, so the Seahawks they, the they they signed him and then he got arrested. That's a baller that's, move there. That's a big old oof right there. Uh, he got arrested. Um, out, uh, part of uh, eleven people for aggravated assault and battery. Eleven people, not, and he was one of them. Baller. Not baller anymore. Um, the Buccaneers didn't do anything because they don't need to do anything. As we've state every every single week. single week, the Titans, fuck them, and the Washington yep. football team are going to win the division because they don't need to do anything else. Nah, fuck them, Joe. And that's I, I would like to also back up what you just said. Fuck the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> is it because they is it because they intercepted Tom Brady's last throw when he was in New England? Absolutely not. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are the worst team. To ever be organized, period. Uh, their or, their uniforms are dumb. Their state their stadiums a dump. You've never heard. Hey, man, I can't wait to watch the Titans play. Um, they're just boring in general. Uh, I've actually boring. said that. I, I've I've actually said I can't wait to see the Titans play. Right. I, had King, I had last King. I, I had King Henry on my team. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so don't last like year. how okay. they steal their dance from the movie. Was, oh, yeah. No, but so, yeah. Um, no, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So they come out <laughs> to the, remember the Titans, but they go like this. And then to start the game, they stab a sword in the ground. Wow, that's entertaining and very uplifting. <laughs> um, so it, it, everything about the Titans is just awful. It's just a terrible organization. So, uh, yeah, fuck them. I would like wow. to second that. I that's love all. that we have another person in here that – Fucking hates a team. Hates oh a team. God, that's crazy. Joe was free agent news this week. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> uh, moving on into flags and flyovers, Zach. This was your topic, and you did some extensive uh, notes and research. I can't believe how much work you did on this topic. It's crazy. Dude, I, I want to so ask. I want to ask exactly how many seconds you put into this. I can count on one hand. <laughs> um, um, and by no, that he means he opened the. He, I didn't and by that he means he opened the Google Doc that I put together. No, that's actually false. Um, I looked. Up, <laughs> that's right. He didn't read it. Together. No, I didn't read it. Um, but I did actually do research prior. But I didn't. I didn't go as. I know you probably went like batshit and went to like every fucking link you could find for everything. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do the easy thing. I'm gonna go to Wikipedia. Try to get a basic layout. Of, oh, just know, so you know, I'm the one who wrote the Wikipedia page. Sure you did. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> You'll see it's exactly like my Google Doc notes. 
And it was cool because there was a lot of things that I didn't actually really know and that like flyovers originated in the UK. Um, and it was more of a celebratory uh, slash like a salute uh, for royalty for the uh, the king. Uh, it was King George V, I want to say. And and I thought that was really cool. Uh, I didn't I couldn't find it like a start date. I, I think you might have Chris um, for like when. they Yeah. So for when they started so, in sports. Okay, so they started in the yeah, sports. I, I I believe I have both. Um, so the first ever recorded flyover of a sporting event originated in 1918 at Comsky Park in Chicago. Um, flyover was done to commemorate the beginning of Game One of the World Series that was be between the White Sox and the Red Sox. Wow, cool. See, I did not know that. I think that was really cool. Because what I what I found was uh, basic things about like the sports, and obviously everybody knows they do a flyover. Because in the uh, in the UK they're called flypasts. Here we call them flyovers or flybys. So I had noticed that a lot of uh, things in the UK they did a lot of flyovers were for royal events, um, big sporting events over there, and for us it's really utilized at the biggest games in sporting for that year. So like the Super Bowl, a lot of NASCAR events uh, have a flyover. This, the World Series, a lot of that will always have a flyover. And then there's other, you know, you got your basic special games, you know, like you, just Memorial Day. All your Any game that's taking place on like a national holiday, you're going to have a big flyover. You know, they sing the national anthem, you know, and it's a it's a spectacle. If you've never actually seen a flyover, it is insane. It is the coolest freaking thing. Yeah. Because you you hear it from like halfway through the the national anthem. You hear like just this rumbling. You're like, what is that? Which way they're going to come from? Which way they're going to come from? And then all of a sudden it goes over and you're like, I can't hear. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah. Cotton Eye Joe. And then you don't hear your own thoughts in your head. And then, like, you just see, and it's always a different assortment of mm-hmm. aircraft. Always. Like, sometimes, like, you'll see so, like, the B-52 bomber, and sometimes you'll see... So that actually, if you read if you read the uh, uh, the notes right there, you'll actually see uh, a uh, little blurb about the uh, bombers being used. My tablet? Oh, uh, so, so the U.S. Air Force has been flying the B-52H uh, Stratus, uh, Stratofortress since before the NFL... Held the first Super Bowl in 1967, um, but uh, they were finally able during one week they were able to get America's oldest bomber and join in uh, a first of its kind flyover to mark uh, the start of a big game. That's actually really cool. I like that. There's a, there was a lot like you know, it, a lot of people consider it a, uh, a very patriotic thing. Yes. You know? um, not all the time. It's not used all the time, but once in a while you'll see a flyover with uh, colored smoke. Sometimes it's, you know, it, they'll have the red, white, and blue. So um, that was actually a really big thing with the NFL um, is um, so for them to do a flyover, it has to, it is considered training. And I say yes, training with lots of air quotes. Yes, they have to consider training. it like an, a, a training exercise for the men and women. That, that are way flying. they're not wasting tax dollars. But 
what's really great is that the NFL developed what is called paid patriotism. And Zach, you can take it from there. I will, uh, I'll let you, uh, yeah, you know, so you had written down and I, I do agree with a lot of it. They will have video tributes, uh, just the guards, the gigantic flag in the middle of the field, you know, during the national anthem, uh, just, you know, and it's said, you know, as you as you have written down, it's, you know, the NFL is reimbursing uh, the taxpayers more than seven hundred and twenty K in this paid patriotism money um, that teams will take from the military to allow things such as these big extravagant displays of patriotism at their stadiums before big games. Um, and that's what you said. It's dating back to the 1941 and 42 season. So those are going back yeah. away. So paid patriotism basically is the NFL reimburses the U.S. taxpayers money that the government gave them to put on these displays. But they also so they it's part it partly goes back to the taxpayers, but it also goes towards um, they basically pay the military to put on displays as well, such as color guard. um and video tributes. They use the money they get from the military um, to put on those videos and stuff like that. Uh, commercials um, tributing the military uh, or commercials promoting them. Yes. And it's actually it's talking about like all of these uh, pregame cele- uh, celebratory things with flyovers, yeah. the big flag. Yeah, you, me- yeah, you mentioned that the national anthem was there's, uh, first there's that. played. Um, yeah. And we, lest we forget, the one of the coolest pictures that anybody's ever, in my opinion, snapped uh, during one of these, and it was uh, Joe likes his picture. I'm sure everybody likes his picture, was the uh, Larry Fitzgerald notice. Well, that during, actually, during, that was one of our uh, pictures we used for Memorial we used Day. That for Memorial Day. Uh, during the pregame little ritual of patriotism, they uh, well, it's not, not pregame that, ritual, but it, it, the, the national you know anthem. I, you know what I mean? The national it's, anthem. Well, I'm just I, I'm putting everything in in the one with the flyover, the everything. Yeah, yeah, okay, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not to like be disrespectful or anything, but like so during that entire thing, uh, he had noticed that one of the uh, military members holding the flag, his hat fell off due to a gust of wind. And being that he couldn't let go of that flag to pick it up, Larry Fitzgerald walked up, picked up his hat, and put it back on the soldier. And I thought that was so. I just want to I want to simplify that sort of is that he had, he yes he could have let go of that flag to pick it up, but that would be more disrespectful rather than like safety wise. Like it's not like oh if yeah. he lets go of that flag, the whole flag is going like up. You know, no. or whatever. It's you know, he. It's the national anthem. You can't let go of it. That's his. So to hold that. Yeah. Flag. That's how he yeah, saw exactly. that. And Larry Fitzgerald acted on that. He knew this individual's not going to let go of the flag. Picked up his hat and he put it on him for him. And I thought that was like that was such a, a good show of uh, of patriotism and and just respect in general. Yeah. So that is a uh, you know, they say it's paid patriotism, but at the same time, at the end of the day, I don't look at it as as being paid patriotism because you're either going to be a patriot or you're not. And um, if you really like care, like those things mean a lot to people. 
the national anthem, the flag flying, the flyovers. A lot of that means a lot to some people. So I thought it was a really cool thing. Yeah. As Robert Kraft would say, we are all patriots. Yes, he is. And a, I will agree uh, with you, even though I hate Robert Kraft. Ro- Robert <laughs> Kraft is a big fan of the Asian community. Hey, man. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey. There's there's culture. Culture. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. That's why he was uh, fined. You know what he did? <laughs> hey, give him a nice handout. Relax. He was fine. <laughs> um, he was yeah, fine from who? You know, uh, as, as he did say that, though, he did say that, and I thought that was a you know that is a really good quote. Um, so that that is that's pretty much you know we don't have flags and flyovers. It's not like the biggest topic in the world. We probably could go a lot more into depth with it if we if we like went. It's it's very difficult to find the information. Like like Zach said, there's the finding the dates and everything like that. It is it is a little tricky. So I think we I think uh, I would say we, but Zach, you didn't. Uh, (laughs) The re my research, you know, (laughs) you're gonna do more research than I am. I am. I am. I've been working a lot. Well. It it is it it can be easy, but it can be difficult at the same time. You know, like, I also have to use my phone. You know, if I, computer. yeah, that's that is true. I'm limited. That is true. But, but honestly, you know. if if we decide to to revisit this in the future, obviously we're going to do. We, we, well, yeah, because looking for the I, dates. Because I do. I I don't know about you, Joe, or Zach, but I I really enjoyed. Um, we did Memorial Day. Now we're doing a sort of. Fourth uh, of July tribute, and we still have Veterans Day coming up. So, and we got Labor yeah, Day. You know, we're gonna be doing something real big for Labor Day. Uh, funny enough, uh, I had I got the perfect dad joke for Labor Day last oh, year. You already mentioned that. The last it was it was the greatest it was the greatest gift ever. It was the greatest gift my wife could ever give me. My wife went into labor on Labor Day. Wow, that's so just, funny. It's the greatest greatest dad joke gift ever. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we're gonna move on to our next topic. If you guys have any comments or questions about that, please feel free to uh, shoot them in the chat. Hit us up. You know, email us anything like that. And if you guys, you know, want to try know something, I can help. You know, look it up. I know how to Google. Zach doesn't. I I know how to Google. No, you don't. You still use SGs. That site's actually down now. You I know, that's how much research Zach does. <laughs> so let's move on. So we got players in other sports. And we already talked about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And if you're not counting six, if you're counting, if you're measuring success on a different level, whereas how much money you make or how many trophies you get. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if you're not, you know, counting trophies and stuff like that, because I don't think you can really uh, count his world titles and stuff like that in wrestling. I mean, yes, it's, you know, great and all, but... Zach, Zach... The, the stories are written. I mean, he is the most ultra-fine man of all sports entertainment, just so you know. This is also yeah, true. But Mike, Mike he has found too, success. Like, it's not just me. Pick on me. Christ. So, 
Well, I know. I'm, I'm a wrestling fan, too. Well, sort of. I can't stand the WWE anymore. I, 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 I like Goldust. They release half the people I cared for. I, I can't. I can't. And I'm, I'm so glad that they messed up Aleister Black's contract. I'm so glad. Like, Chris stick it to Anyways, no, you can't say that here. 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 In my defense, I meant to say Chris Jericho. And I yep. said the other one. So, uh, yeah, we're done with that. We're done with that. Moving on. He said Chris, no, he said Chris Benoit. I'm going to tell you right now, the way uh, I feel about Chris Benoit, the way I feel about Chris Benoit is, yes, what he did is pretty fucked up. We probably shouldn't talk about it. Um, we shouldn't talk about it, so we're not going to talk about it. We're no, not going to talk no. about it. But the company, in my opinion, should still at least acknowledge his accomplishments within the company. Because whether they want to admit it or not, every true wrestling fan knows that Chris Benoit is probably one of the most talented wrestlers of all time. He was. He was. He was a talented wrestler. All right, we're done. Uh, anyways, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I uh, played, I believe, all four years. Uh, Miami, uh, Miami University, Florida. Um, and got drafted. Didn't make the cut. Went to wrestling. Fantastic. Everybody knows Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Wrestling. Movies. Uh, TV shows now. He had his own, uh, the Young Rock show. Uh, he had the Titan Games. Uh, he has uh, Tiermana. His own tequila, and now he owns the XFL. Oh, yeah. So now he, gold. so everything he does, gold, everything, success. He is, he is King Midas. That dude is yeah. a genius. Absolutely, absolutely. Like he just, and he makes sure that he gives back to everybody who helped him get there. He does. He does. Like he's not one of those people. Oh, I'm rich. See ya. No, he's he is such a good person. Not even like just an athlete. What he he's does, genuine. he's genuine. He's a genuine human being. Yes, and he's like I love everything I see. He, he's he, did anybody mention he's got like an energy drink too? The Zoa energy drink. He's got like a, I a I did brand. not. Yeah, it's uh, he's got so much. It's a way. Not even just a successful wrestler. An entertainer, but he's an actor that's extremely successful. He's he's legitimately an entrepreneur. Yeah, in yeah. every sense of the word, it's insane. Yeah, it's like a, it's and like a free him, workout there, drink. Yeah, yeah, and there was a story that that um I can't remember who it was came forth with an actual story of when he came up to them in the locker room um when he was starting out in the WWE and he said, "Dude, you need to help me get out of this company. I need to get out. I have to get out." And I, I have two, I have $12 in my pocket. Like, that's all I have. I, I, I don't have anything to eat. And he was freaking out. So that guy that he was talking to called up the box office, said, go down there. They'll have some money for you. And when he went down there by name, um, they had $200 in cash for him. And so that he could get himself like a hotel for the night, some food, anything that he needed at the time. So this was and a different wrestler that went to the rock. It was no, The Rock went to a wrestler. He went to when he was starting out. He went to, I want to say it was Bruce. Was this, was this, um, was this on his TV show? Um, no, it was in a recent interview with, I think it was Bruce Pritchard. I can't remember if it was him, but he had an interview on a podcast recently and he said that Dwayne came up to me and wanted out. 
And I knew that he was just about to get a push, but he felt I don't deserve it. I only have $12. I can't keep doing this with my life. I don't think my career is going to go anywhere. And he ended up giving Dwayne $200 to kind of settle him down, go get what you need, go get some food, go get a, a room for the night and everything like that. And then not too long later, he got his push and the rest has been just history. Electrifying history. Exactly. So, so, so I, we, I, we could easily go on for hours, but there is other athletes out there. So, but yes, like, the rock is definitely like one of the top players that got drafted, didn't make the cut and, or he might've even been an un, uh, undrafted player, didn't make the cut and is now absolutely just huge. Um, so who, who else we got? We got Brock Lesnar, another, uh, football player turned wrestler. Uh, John Elway, John Elway has found success. John Elway was, uh, played baseball. Oh, that is right. I saw that recently. He did play baseball. Uh, Bill Goldberg, another football player turned wrestler found major, major success. He was on the Falcons until a, yep. Core injury. He tore his abdomen from, like, he completely destroyed his his abdomen and never played football again. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, uh, Tony Romo. So I put Tony Romo on there because <clears throat> he has found a life after football. After retiring, he has gone to be a, a football broadcaster, but he has also found immense success in golf, which he he like enters in like so many tournaments and he places very well. Well, it's good for him because he's, yeah. it's a low contact sport and he can't like get really injured playing golf. Yeah. So was, I mean, it it, it, it makes me happy that I still see him and everything. And I just saw a really good heartfelt video of him playing football with his two sons. That's nice. Or I'm yeah, it was yeah, he has two sons. Yeah, so that was actually a really cool story. And um, his older son was throwing the football, threw it to the younger son, and it hit him in the chest. And the younger one was like, "He hit me! He hit me!" But it was really nice. That's um, cool. And then Jim Thorpe has found success. Uh, and then there's the big three. Deion Sanders, Brian Jordan, and Bo Jackson. So, obviously, Bo Jackson is probably, if you want to measure, you know, success based on You know, trophies and stuff like that, you know. He's a human cheat code. Yes. The yes. man is one of the best sports athletes in any video game ever. Like, Bo Jackson's that guy. If he was in a mm -hmm. sports video game, you used Bo Jackson if you played that game. I'm not going to lie, I have Tech Mobile Super... I have Tecmo Super Bowl for the original Nintendo right now, and if you turn it on, he's on the Raiders, and he's the fastest person in that game. 
Deion Sanders is yep. also a freaking freak of nature. Brian Jordan, however, I had asked you prior to the stream. Yeah, so Brian Jordan. Jordan? Uh, I was say Michael Jordan. So Yes, uh, he played safety in the NFL for Atlanta Falcons. Um, and what was it? He played in the Falcons for two years. Uh, he was, he originally went to the bills was, um, a squad member there, then went to the Falcons to 89 to 91 as a safety. He had five interceptions, four fumble recoveries and two safeties for his NFL two seasons. All right. Two or three seasons. So, I mean, that's the big three. Well, let me get into it. So after, after, uh, leaving, uh, football, he went to baseball in 1992. His career stats over 1,456 games for 15 seasons. He had a batting average, 755 runs, 267 doubles, 37 triples, 184 home runs, 821 RBIs, uh, 119 stolen bases, 353 bases on balls, uh, .333 on base percentage, and a .455 slugging percentage. What team did you say he played for again? He played for... The Cardinals, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Rangers, and then back to the Braves. What years was this? Did did any of those teams win championships? Uh no. That would have been even more of a He did he made the All Stars in nineteen ninety nine. That was his career highlight in awards for For baseball. Oh, that's actually baseball. Cool. But I mean like for over uh, for over fourteen hundred games, he still posted a point two eight two batting average. That's good. I mean, that's literally like that's that's not bad at all, especially for somebody that at, for his really at bats for his at bats he went fourteen hundred and fifty four out of five thousand one hundred and sixty, which means he had one hit per every single game. Pretty much, yeah. That's insane. Yep. That's crazy. No, and especially like it, it, those are really cool like stats. His to fielding, know, especially his, for somebody that I never heard of. He finished his career with a .988 fielding percentage. So he made very few errors, which is good. Yes. Yep. I like history lessons. Yeah. I mean, so. So he might, you guys might not know him. You know, he might not be a big name, but like statistically wise, he's fantastic. Yeah, because like when I, um, I as I read that, I thought you meant. Yeah, I I, re- I read that article too, and I was like, big three. I was like, Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson. Yeah, and I was like Brian Jordan, and then look him up, and I'm like, okay, huh? yeah. I thought it was supposed I mean, to say Michael Jordan because he had success yeah. clearly with the Bulls and he was yeah. on, I want to say, the White Sox. I don't know if I have that correct. Might have been the White Sox. I, I can't. But he was, it was he the was White in, Sox. Okay. What was it? 
Yeah, it was on, he, he was on double A, but he, I don't know if he ever made it to the majors because mm-hmm. during the during the t- yeah, so I don't think he did. He did I not. Mean, no, no. Uh, he but he, too. but yeah, I mean, he, he was a big. He was still huge uh, when he went to double uh, A ball and well, triple A ball anyway. Because yeah. I mean, he's Michael Jordan, but then yeah, he back up his Michael Jordan. But so yeah. so these these are just the successful players, like the bigger names. That, I'm, that most people are going to know, but there is a huge list. Like, there's like a hundred like football players who have gone into other sports, whether it was college that they were successful in or pro. Um, but unsuccessful, there is quite a few. So I want to like what I've been going through for my research. I feel like it's a good. 60 40 to 70 30 percent that after football if a player goes to a different sporting career 30 to 40 percent chance they're gonna fail i think you guys can agree with me on this that an athlete is an athlete they're just a natural born athlete and that they can do some pretty decent stuff oh yeah all across the board because another one that's successful and Two sport, pretty successful in two sports. You have Mookie Betts, who's clearly a successful baseball player, who is mm-hmm. also an extremely avid bowler, who's bowled several three hundred games. He's he's a great bowler. So, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, I knew I knew when I brought that name up, Joe was going to disappear for a second. Of course, he is. What are you doing, Joe? Get my blanket. What you got there, Joe? Is it a blanket or is it a jersey? Oh, there it is, the Mookie Betts. So, yeah, I actually you know, wore. So I went to I went to a Red Sox game for the first time this year on Friday, and I wore my I wore my Betts jersey. Did it hurt? The it did. Time? I bet it did, and I'm still not wanting to really talk about it. I'm okay with talking. That is about why I'm in hell right now. Yeah, you know, fools for letting me go. Fools. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But uh, we got we got Marcelo Mayer. We got Marcelo Mayer. We got we got Verdugo do. doing actually work today this year too. Mm-hmm. So man. and Kiki, Kike Hernandez Kiki, doing do fucking me? great. Honestly, this team is surprising me because before the season actually started in the MLB, I was like, you know what? I'll be satisfied if if the Red Sox make the wild card game. They don't even have to win the wild card game, but if they make it yep. with the shit pitching that um, really and have, I like how you, I like how you said that. Uh, Xander just hit a uh, two run bomber. Well, Alex Cora is the only reason why you guys are successful this year, in my opinion. But... Yes, well, he's not playing the drums this year, okay? So you can calm down. I'm just yeah, that saying was the Astros. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He Alex a new Cora, technique and it's working for you guys. What's that? Shut up! What? Shut up! I said he got a new technique and it's working for you guys. He's playing yeah, the we're trombone. Playing baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. Most of the Yankees fans I know. Oh, are, a slider! Got it. Most of the most of the Yankees fans I know are currently where I am. In hell. They hate yeah. Me. Yeah. We. Uh, oh wait! 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 wait. Good. Are you a Yankees Patriot fan? I'm all Boston except for baseball. I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah. That is wild. And I get picked on for being a Cowboys Red Sox fan. I know. But you're so but you're a is, Cowboys fan. That's that's probably why. 
This is exactly. weird to me. I, I've met more Cowboy Yankees fans than I've met Cowboy Red Sox fan. Same. Every person that I know that follows both sports that is a Cowboys fan is also a Yankees fan. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, I, it's like Except it's like you, it's like nine to it's like nine to one. It's the weird. odd. Yeah. One of my good buddies, Andrew Stanish, the one that won the uh, the first giveaway we had, the hat. He is a Cowboys fan. He's a Yankees fan. Joe, it looks but like then, you have a sleeve tattoo. But then, after the Cowboys and Yankees, he has he is a Celtics fan and a Bruins fan. <laughs> How much does that cost? I look, look, look exactly right now. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Except mine isn't a filter. Oh! I got it. Like that dude. So I got my whole back though. I don't want to hear. Let's see it. Let's see it. Dude, I gotta turn around. I don't believe it. It's not like you face the camera properly, anyways. Nobody can see it. Hold on. I'm in hell. <laughs> I'm in hell. Hold on. I'm in hell. I gotta get out oh, of hell. Oh no! My Emmett Smith card fell. Oh no, yeah, what will you do? Away. It's okay, Emmett. I got you. Yeah, got my whole back though. Wow, you got some back you got some really crazy back knee going on there. Holy shit. Is that a yeah, uh, is, that the, uh, is that is that I the crack the can? with uh my grandparents <laughs> in on the trunk. Nice, nice. Let's so getting 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 back. From tattoos. Back to some sporting events. Back to some athletes. Um, so unsuccessful. CM Greg Punk. Hardy. Greg Hardy. <laughs> Your mouth very unsuccessful Punk. in the MMA. Uh, piece of crap. Uh, he is successful in beating women. Exactly. Piece yep. of shit. And he got, um, he got knocked out this past Saturday. Yes, he did. It was fantastic. Just. Up. Yep. We do yep. not promote yep. violence here, but when you um, are a woman abuser, you can go to hell. Yep. Was it yep. wasn't it like a minute and nine seconds into the first round? Uh, yeah, I had the over, so yes, you are correct. Second round, like a minute and a half or so. Yeah. And I watched it, and I went, "Oh." Yeah, he oh, fought I the mean, he fought the guy that chokes the not, beer. I'll say he, chokes, he doesn't seem to be too bad because his record is still positive. Yeah. But. Yeah, Dude, you're gonna go into a fight on a card that, and I, as I said, I don't really watch MMA, but yeah, when you got a card that that's that's been hyped this much with McGregor and Poirier, yeah, and then you get knocked out a minute and a half into the first round, like bro, it was excellent. I mean, um, what uh, you I know what I would love to see is him that. versus um, Holly Holmes. Oh, Greg Hardy versus Holly Holmes. Holly oh. Holmes would probably beat the shit out of him. And I, I know. That's why I want to see it. Uh, That's why I, I want to see it. She said. Um, so so let's move on because yes, Greg Hardy sucks. Um, so Tim Tebow unsuccessful. Uh, he has now come back to the NFL. Brandon Whedon tried his hand at baseball. Um, Drew Henson and Chad Hutchinson. Yeah. Uh, Drew Henson and Chad Hutchinson, both Cowboys quarterbacks, turned uh, pitchers, not successful. Um, now, this is very, very surprising. 
Chad Ochocinco Johnson, not only unsuccessful in soccer, but unsuccessful in MMA. And I mean actual professional soccer. He was pretty what? decent on the challenge, too. Chad Ochocinco played soccer? Like actual soccer. Fucking where? Uh, I want to say it was like FC Kansas City. Dude, what? I didn't even know that. I Granted, saw that. I was like, Cinco, so what? It doesn't surprise me at all. Because Ocho Cinco is kind of one of those guys that will just be like, oh, I can do that. And then he'll just go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he. Well, I didn't know that. Hey, Joe, where'd you go? I'll be right there back. I'm trying to fix my sound. See. I I knew that he started with the MMA thing recently, and I know that he had the exhibition and stuff Soccer like that. career. It was. But I did not know he. He played forward. Sporting Kansas City. He had a four-day trial. I'm assuming that that four-day trial did not go well. No, but he did get signed to a semi-pro team. Um, Honestly, that is... I yeah. really had no... He played uh, for the then-known National Premier Soccer League, Boca Raton FC. The Boca Raton Football Club. Yeah. In Florida? No. Uh, I will tell you. It is Venezuela. Uh, nope. Chris, geography. <laughs> Boca Raton is played. Where is it? Played. You know Florida. Played Florida. Raton. Florida. Yeah, there we go. There, there you go. go. There you go. We're, we're but yeah, and that was very surprising for me. That was very surprising. And another unsuccessful uh, player that is extremely surprising, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, unsuccessful baseball, I believe. Yeah, I was going to say it had to be baseball. Um, Jerry Rice seems like a guy that would be in baseball. So you guys, you guys are going to notice that a lot of football players – uh, especially quarterbacks had have had opportunities to go to baseball, um, find success in baseball, hand-eye coordination very very key. Yeah, which Tim brings Tebow us one of them. Which brings us into uh, a tertiary topic: is players drafted in other sports? Um. So I'm just going to run through this list. This is, I just picked uh, like a few names, you know, that people actually know. Kyler Murray, the most recent. Uh, we got Trey Aikman, Tom Brady, which is surprising. Jack Del Rio, John Elway, Johnny Manziel, Dan Marino, which I did not know. Uh, Bradley Marquise, Matt Moore, Golden Tate, Michael Vick, Jameis Winston, Colin Kaepernick, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. Who Chris forgot to play on the list earlier? I didn't forget. I he's on the list. He's right there. 
No, you yeah, forgot to put him on earlier, Zach. No, 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 he's on the list. We got we argued about it. We, he's on the list. <laughs> no, Russell Wilson. I thought that, that's why I was that's why I brought it up earlier. It's because like Russell Wilson played minor league for the Yankees. I forget exactly mm-hmm. what position he was, um, but I knew, I did know that. But also, like you got Tim Tebow, who played on the minor league for the Mets for years. You know. Yeah. So there's a lot of like a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of big athletes, like, and you got you know that played baseball. So, so all the players that I just listed obviously chose football over baseball, but there is one person who did choose baseball over football, and that's Jeff Samardija. Say that name five times fast, Chris. Right. Uh. He, where did he play? He currently plays for the Giants. Okay. Giants are the, technically, by record, the best team in baseball, so he ain't doing too bad. No. Uh, does he? Oh, I'm sorry. I believe he just retired. Okay, never mind. The team's doing good. He's not. He's retired. Yeah, he retired last season. I recognize last that se- name too when you said. Yeah, that. Um, I actually um, used to play MLB Tap on my phone. I actually had him on my team. That's how I remember his name. <laughs> yeah, the name. The name when you said that, I was like, "Wait, that's familiar." So yeah, I, I, it's not like an unknown like Brian Johnson, who I had no fucking clue existed until today. Yeah, Brian Jordan. Brian Jordan. I'm going to uh, share my screen really quick. Go for it. Let's see what you're seeing. You guys can see that. Floating for me. There it is. There he is. The handsome devil that he is. Look at that freaking... Look at that facial hair, man. Yeah. Look at that, that that combo, that beard and mustache combo, partnered with the long hair. Yep. So I dig it. He has that. Uh, he's got that look to him. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so he is one of the very very few players that actually chose baseball over football. Now, why yeah. don't and people choose baseball? I think it's got it's got to be money. But honestly. Good, Look at the contracts for baseball. <laughs> look, no look at look at Mookie Betts' contract. Yeah, what about it. But look at How, the size of it compared like, to like and the, the length, Mahomes the length. Contract. Yeah, you know, what it's I mean? all like it's all guaranteed money too in baseball. Yeah, it's so messed up. Like Mookie Betts is, is like that contract is like is like a half a billion dollar contract. There's mm-hmm. a Met, I, I forgot his name, but there's a Mets player that's still getting paid to this day. He's at one point three five million dollars a year. Bonilla, yeah, Bobby Bonilla, Bobby Bonilla, yeah, Bobby Bonilla Day just happened. It just happened. July first, baby. I think it was so, July first. Um, and one point one billion dollars so, every year. Wonderful. So <laughs> play, players uh, drafted in other sports is actually a great segue into our next week's topic, which will be, what if? 
So what, what could if? have been, what could have been in the NFL? Say Dez did catch it. What could have happened? Would they have won that year? That's but yeah, that has nothing to do with athletes and other sports, Chris. Look at the no, 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 no. It's it's next week's topic. What could oh, have been? I guess. I guess. What so could going, have yeah, been? Like what, what would happen if they ruled that again? Yeah, yeah. Like Marvel. Like Marvel. What if? But Honestly, what that could have is, been? It's great. What if Patrick Mahomes, or actually, what if Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes both chose to play baseball? Exactly. Exactly. Where, That's why this is a great segue into next week's topic. Like great segue into next week's topic. So I'm looking forward to that because there are so many different things that we can go over with. We're going to have to really narrow it down. Uh, Zach's going to have to do some research, hopefully, um, and pick a few. Well, five minutes this time. I promise. What, what if the Patriots never chose Tom Brady? What if they didn't deflate the balls? What if they didn't deflate the balls? What if Tom Brady didn't kiss his kids on the lips? I'm sorry. <laughs> <that. I'm> sorry. <laughs> and on that yeah, note, folks, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, once again, we are not yet sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, hopefully soon. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God. If we get sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Uh, Raid Shadow Legends does not sponsor. They just affiliate. Son of a bitch. Hey, they yeah. want people who will represent the Raid I will, brand. I will get a Raid Shadow Legends fucking jersey. I'll get a tattoo right fucking here. No, you See, won't. I'm not going to go that Don't far. quote that, Raid Shadow Legends. It's recorded. Now that Anyways, uh, I just want to thank our first ever and special guest mike teft thank you so much for joining us man we really appreciate you having you having you here english. with us english difficult been going for over an hour and a half there folks uh yeah. so just thank like you again times. yeah just like old <laughs> times we haven't gone we haven't gone this long in a while but we did uh have our first ever guest we had two topics tonight so i think uh time management we did Covered a lot right. of stuff. Covered a lot. Excited about the Ghost of Tsushima DLC. I'm extremely All right. excited. All right. I'm All right. So excited. All right. So, anyways, uh, how I met your mother. Uh, <laughs> actually, I would like to talk about how I ended the show. So, <laughs> we're just gonna carry they, on. You can carry stay on my wayward soul. We're just, we're just gonna hey, stay alive. All right. You'll see what I did later. All right. All right. So, uh. Any last words? Go suck an egg. <laughs> All right. And on that one, you're definitely an idiot. So thank you, everyone, and bye. Have a good one. I love you, Peace. Jeff. All right, we're clear. Oh, man. I hate you all so much. Except for Mike. Mike didn't give me issues tonight. Hey. Because he 